Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, faithful listeners, happy Monday, and thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning. This is your host, Jen, as always, and we are going to be discussing the Bible today. What a shocker. (laughs) Genesis 47, verses 1 through 12. I have my cup of tea right here in front of me. I've been trying to drink more tea recently. I'm not a fan of this tea. Um, It has licorice in it. I don't like licorice. And I didn't realize it had licorice in it until I was already drinking it. So whatever. But um, anyway, grab your tea or your cup of coffee and your Bible. And let's go ahead and read Genesis 47 verses 1 through 12. I will be reading uh, the W.E.B. version or the World English Bible version this morning. Then Joseph went in and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers, with their flocks, their herds, and all that they own, have come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. From among his brothers, he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? They said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and our fathers. They also said to Pharaoh, We have come to live as foreigners in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now therefore, please let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you, and the land of Egypt is before you. Make your father and your brothers dwell in the best of the land. Let them dwell in the land of Goshen. If you know any able men among them, then put them in charge of my livestock. Joseph brought in Jacob, his father, and set him before Pharaoh, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Jacob, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are one hundred and thirty years. The days of the years of my life have been few and evil. They have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from the presence of Pharaoh. Joseph placed his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all of his father's household with bread, according to the sizes of their families. So in verse 1, Joseph is going in to talk to Pharaoh. And probably Pharaoh and Joseph, I am guessing, lived very close to each other, potentially even in the same building. We kind of know that because when Joseph was crying, it said that not only did Joseph's servants hear the crying, but all of the house of Pharaoh heard it as well. So I'm guessing that Pharaoh and Joseph lived very close to each other. And so it says that Joseph went in and talked to Pharaoh and said that his brothers and his father and all of his father's relatives were finally in the land of Egypt. And Joseph told Pharaoh, he says, they are actually right now in the land of Goshen in Egypt. And after this, after he talked to Pharaoh about the fact that his father was around and along with his brothers, it says that Joseph took five of his brothers and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked them, just as Joseph knew that Pharaoh would ask, he said, what is your occupation? Now, we talked a little bit about this on um, Friday when we discussed that Egyptians actually despised shepherds. 
And I had said on Friday that the reason uh, shepherds were despised by Egyptians was because the sheep was considered unclean to the Egyptians. Now, I did a little bit more research into this statement, and I probably should have done it on Friday because that wasn't quite correct. (laughs) It was not that the sheep were unclean to the Egyptians. It was that the Egyptians kind of worshipped the sheep, and they did not eat sheep because of that. The sheep were actually pretty sacred. In fact, the Egyptians worshipped a lot of things, and apparently sheep were among some of the things that ancient Egyptians used to worship. So they did own sheep, and they did have sheep herders potentially would even use the sheep for their wool and stuff like that, but they would not kill or slaughter the sheep as shepherds would have. So they considered shepherds an abomination because they were kind of like killing their gods in a sense. And also, um, I was looking at more resources towards that, and some people believe that's not actually the case. It wasn't because of that. I had talked a few episodes ago about how ancient Egyptians were actually incredibly racist and um, didn't prefer other people coming into Egypt actually were very racist to the point that um, they didn't want their food to be imported. They wanted everything to be grown in Egypt, and there's a lot of um, evidence of this. In fact, there was so much evidence of the racism of the Egyptians that even the pharaohs did not have anything imported around them. There's a lot of uh, historical evidence that, yes, ancient Egyptians actually were quite racist. Now, the one thing about shepherds, and one of the reasons why Egyptians may have also hated shepherds, is because shepherds had a tendency to roam. We know this because the first time we kind of encountered Joseph and his brothers, they had taken a trip with their sheep into a different land. They do this to um, let the sheep like roam and find new pastures and everything like that. So shepherds have a tendency to roam, which means that they're kind of foreigners. They're kind of, uh, they're not really set in one place a lot of times. And so the Egyptians naturally would not have enjoyed this aspect. But many people believe that the reason they hated shepherds the most is because shepherds would slaughter and kill the sheep when Egyptians held sheep in very high regard. Yes, potentially the um, roaming from city to city did not please them either. So anyway, sorry I didn't research that enough. I definitely should have because the reason I, I actually thought of that, I'm like, wait, if sheep were unclean to the Egyptians, like I had said on Friday, why would Pharaoh have owned sheep? Because he says he does in verse six. And I'm like, that can't be right. (laughs) So sorry about that. Researched that a little bit more. I was not quite correct on Friday. Forgive me for that one. But anyway, it says that five of the brothers came in to talk to Pharaoh. Pharaoh asked them what they did for a living, and they said, We are shepherds. We have been shepherds for several generations now. Our father was a shepherd, our grandfather was a shepherd, and our great-grandfather was a shepherd. So we are shepherds, and uh, we have these sheep that need pastures. There's no green pastures for them in Canaan, and we need our sheep to survive. And so they say to Pharaoh, Please, let us, let us stay in Goshen. There's a lot of good pastures there for our sheep. And Pharaoh was very kind to the brothers and to Joseph. And he said to Joseph, your father and your brothers have finally come to you. 
The land of Egypt is right here. Go and take the best of the land. Go to Goshen, take some of the best of the land, and let your brothers and your father live in that land, in the best of the land. So Goshen probably had some great spots in Egypt. It was probably very vast. It was probably good for the sheep and good for um, the shepherds to take their sheep there to get watered and everything like that. Goshen was a good spot for these sheep to live in. And so Pharaoh even goes even further to say to Joseph, if any of your brothers are capable of handling lots of sheep, then they can become my sheep herders and take care of my flocks and my sheep. And that's what he says in verse six here. And so he says, put some of your brothers in charge of my livestock, since they are so good at what they do. um, Make sure they take great care of my own livestock. And so it says, after this, Joseph brought in his father, Jacob, separate from his brothers. And it says that Jacob blessed the Pharaoh. Now, this is a pretty interesting statement because back in the days of ancient Egypt, they actually believed, I believe that the Pharaoh was almost like a god himself. I can't remember which Egyptian god it was. I think it was Ra. But I think they believed that Pharaoh was almost like the embodiment of one of their Egyptian gods. So for Pharaoh to allow Jacob to bless him, this means that Pharaoh recognizes God in a sense. He's probably been around Joseph quite a bit and probably realizes that there is a God and he is recognizing that Jacob is a man of God. So he is allowing Jacob to bless him and pray for him and stuff like that. And after Jacob blesses the Pharaoh, Pharaoh says to Jacob, he's like, how old are you? And I'm sure that um, Pharaoh is trying to be as friendly as possible to Jacob, wondering his age because Jacob probably looked very old. Jacob says something kind of perplexing to Pharaoh. He says, the years of my pilgrimage are 130 years. So he doesn't call his age, age. He calls it a pilgrimage. It's kind of true. If you look at Jacob's whole history, he was constantly moving from one place to another, to another, to another, to another. It seems like Jacob could never get any rest. So it was like a pilgrimage. And many people also speculate that because Jacob was a great patriarch, that he was almost calling his life a pilgrimage because he recognized that this was not his permanent life, this permanent dwelling place. Rather, his permanent dwelling place would be after death when he is in comfort with God forever. So that's what some people speculate. But um, basically, one way or the other, it's kind of true, even from an earthly perspective, that Jacob really did go through a pilgrimage all through his life. Just a lot of running, a lot of... um, traveling from place to place to place and everything like that. And he also says, the days of the years of my life have been few and evil. They have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. Now, see, that's a very odd statement to me as well. I don't know. I I was looking that up and I don't have a clear answer as to what Jacob meant when he said that. Um, Some people speculated that he believed that 
he had been evil all of his life and, you know, and also his years were shorter than his father Isaac's years and, and stuff like that. And I, I don't know if this is true or not. Honestly, I don't know if uh, if this is really what Jacob meant or not. But if you look at Jacob's life, yes, perhaps he was evil for a long period of his life, but also he was very blessed by God. And I kind of wonder why he didn't say, you know, my years, though they're shorter than my my father's, I have been very blessed by God through all of it because he he really was. He saw the angels descending and ascending into heaven at the very early stages of his life. He saw a campment of angels. He got talked to by God of quite a few times. He was able to actually encounter God and wrestle with God. He was blessed by God with his his brother Esau. He had lots of flocks and lots of cattle and everything like that. And so just him saying this here, I don't know if he's he's trying to say like I've been evil my whole life and he's trying to ask for forgiveness almost or has some guilt in his heart over something or if he's just kind of being unthankful. I don't know. And I'm not going to say which one it is. But the one thing that he does say is that his years have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. That's kind of a mouthful. But basically what he's saying is I'm not living as long as my father lived. They're living longer. Abraham lived, I think it was 175 years, was it? And then Isaac, I think, lived to to um, 180. Now, of course, Jacob is already very old and he's already 130 years old. So yes, considering the fact that his father lived 50 years longer than he did. Actually, I think it ended up being 40 years longer than he did. Yes, his days were shorter. And uh, that was very clear in scripture from the flood that that was probably going to happen, that people weren't going to live longer than 120 years in the future. And God made that pretty clear during the whole flood thing. And so anyway, after this, he's kind of talking to Pharaoh and everything, and he blesses Pharaoh one last time and goes out from the presence of Pharaoh. So he leaves. So after this, it says that Joseph placed his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. So he put them in the best of the land. So probably Goshen was the best of the land. Perhaps it was very vast and very green and next to the river and everything like that. And um, maybe it was further away from people. I don't know, but it was probably a good choice land that maybe even uh, Pharaoh's flocks himself kept there because he does say that he wants uh, some of Joseph's brothers to take care of his flocks. So maybe that's where Pharaoh kept his own flocks and stuff like that. And there wasn't a whole ton of people there because maybe it was a, this is just me speculating, by the way, I don't know this or not, but I'm guessing this might have just been uh, for Pharaoh and for other officials that were higher up. So the fact that Joseph's family is able to live in this nice choice land just shows how um, how well Pharaoh thought of Joseph pretty much. And he was willing to give up this nice piece of land to allow all of Joseph's family to live there in Goshen. And so it says that uh, 
Joseph divided up parts of the land and gave them possession in the land, the best of the land, just as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph also provided for his father, his brothers, and all of his father's household. It says that he gave them the bread because remember, they're in the middle of the famine. So it says that he gave them the bread according to how many people they had in each of their families. So depending on which brother had how many sons he gave them enough bread to take care of their own kids and their father and everything like that and their wives. So we'll talk more about this chapter. It kind of switches topics pretty heavily in the next part, but we'll talk about that on Wednesday. So join me then at 6 a.m. and also go to my website, www.p40ministries.com and hit that little subscribe button. Then you will always have a blog post in your inbox on Saturday mornings as long as I get to writing one. Sometimes I don't always get to them, <laughs> but I try to get to them. But you'll have one at 6.30 in your inbox every Saturday morning. So that would be a big help to me if you could subscribe. Also, the subscription will show you new products that P40 Ministries is coming out with as well through emails and stuff like that. So I'd be very appreciative if you did that and hit that subscription button. Also, make sure to rate the podcast five stars from wherever you're listening from and also share it on your social media platforms and to your friends and family members. Make sure to spread the gospel. But friends, thank you for tuning in this morning. Happy listening and God bless. <music>